Welcome to RPG Cast episode 711 for February 10th, 2024. Oh my god, we're over an hour late. <laughs> the podcast listeners don't know that. You didn't have to tell them. Chris. Oh, uh, we're right on time bringing you this week's news and RPG updates. Hey, we have 14 people been listening to us ramble on, on our Twitch live. So, Listen, you know. I'm logging into all the programs right now. Got a lot of exciting things happening. On my computer. And a Good game in central. one. Good thing your central cast was only obsessed with one game this week. That's right. <laughs> Are you going to introduce us? Oh, Kelly Ryan! Hi! Uh, back from my stimulating the economy last week. Hey, did you know that Super Bowl towns are busy even the week before the Super Bowl? No. Yeah, I went to Kansas City last weekend to go, go do some shopping, and that whole town was just, everybody was out and about. It's like everyone's here. We're all here to do the, the Super Bowl theme park? What do you do beforehand? I, I think people were trying to get the shopping their shopping out of their system so that this weekend they could just watch the Super Bowl. Okay. That that was my, my suspicion. Because um, for those that don't follow sports ball, Kansas City is in the Super Bowl this year. Mm-hmm. A- apparently, there's a big to-do about Taylor Swift dating a chief. Yeah, yeah. there is. <laughs> that is correct. That's all I got for I- I'm not that a is correct. so I have no idea what, what that was all about. <laughs> She's dating their quarterback. Uh, Tight end. Tight end? Oh, excuse Tight end, me. Yeah. I hear I hear she appreciates his type. Never mind. <laughs> so so in a couple months we should expect a song about how they broke up. Apparently they've been serious. It's a celebrity We're all their thing. Boyfriends. Come on. It's Taylor Swift. <laughs> I don't know well, how many boyfriends she's had. I don't know. That that's like a meme with her that all of her songs are breakup songs. Oh, are they? Not all of them, but okay. a lot of a lot of them are breakup songs or dissing her exes. Yes. Is that what "Shake It Off" is about? I think "Shake It Off" was her um, uh, going after like the media. You know, being like, you know, it doesn't matter what you say about me. But, but Tam, uh, I did think of you because I found a used oh. copy of the Switch Super Robot Wars game for pretty cheap. Nice. So I went ahead and picked that up. I hope you enjoy it. It's not one of the better ones, but it's, it's decent. It's a de- If you're talking Super Robot Wars 30, it's pretty good. Yeah, I'll, I'm, uh, I don't know when I'm going to get to it because of my colossal backlog, but at some point I want to uh, throw it in. So... There's that, and I also picked up two uh, really cool D and D books. Um, one of the, one of them being the the deck of many things, which is like a magic item that DMs throw in to screw up campaigns. And oh, then yes. uh, a book that or a th- uh, book set that's all about the landscape setting. You know, my my wife said she was at a uh, Joanne's uh, 
locally where she lives, um, she's very disappointed in their yarn selection. And she found a very old D&D book. Huh. I'm, I'm going to send this to you so you can show it to Vaughn. I probably have a PDF of it. But, oh, I'm oh. sure we have a PDF. But the fact she found a physical copy of this thing, um, which has a foreword written by Luke Gygax. Not uh, Gary Gygax, Gary, Luke son. Gygax. <laughs> uh, but um, so my favorite thing, son. my favorite thing about the Planscape set of books is uh, reading about the Lady of Pain, and she is not static, uh, so that basically you cannot mess with her. I guess nobody here has heard of the Lady of Pain. I have not. No, I mm. I know who the Lady of Pain is, and there's a little animation about uh, charismas checks uh using her back from D D fourth. Uh, oh uh, don't cri- don't trust D D fourth. Oh no 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 actually it's it's very on course. It's like so um but it is uh not something we should share on screen. Mm. But cr- Chris basically she's the uh the the deity that well, I don't even know if she's really deity. She's basically in charge of all the portals to the multiverse. She and, is the technical ruler of Sigil. Yeah, which is the big, big city that's the central, the central nervous system of the multiverse. Except for Eberron. <laughs> um, and and yeah, uh, you don't mess with her because she will either explode you or put you in a maze for the rest of your existence. And I could argue that the mazing is a little bit worse. Anyways, sorry, I, I could talk about D&D stuff all day, but that that's where I was last week. Okay. Oh, did, right. Not, did we did introduce other people? Introduce, yeah. Yeah, Josh Carpenter's not, joining us. Yeah, I'm here. I was busy, you know, burning my Xbox in effigy because the Internet told me I'm supposed to be mad at them and, yep. and do that. Yep. So but I made it here. I, I'm back. I, I know you're joking, Josh, because you actually have a brain. <laughs> <laughs> you mean I'm not like thoroughly upset that uh, that Microsoft might sell some games to third party? Oh, no. Oh, no. Haven't they already been doing that? Wasn't uh, Cuphead an exclusive? Yes. That- yes. Ori in the Blind Forest. Yes, and and Minecraft. Heaven forbid. No, Minecraft was independent, and then they bought. Yes, it. but uh, I mean, they bought it. They kept doing it. They didn't make it a <laughs> first party game. It's almost as if putting games on multiple f- platforms will get you more money. It's almost like Sony does the same thing now. Yeah, with PC stuff. Yep. So I don't know, like you know that that that's the uh, outrage du jour this week. We'll we'll see what they do next week. It's like guys, it's not the '90s. The console war is no longer a thing. And Xbox uh. lost. <laughs> <laughs> they admitted that in those trials with the uh, FCC. <laughs> well, that was their part of like you know let let us buy up all the stuff. And also, all the console makers buying up all the companies is not a good thing. No. Or no, have you guys not? Have, have you guys not figured that out with Disney yet? It's gonna be so bad. <laughs> well, even Embracer Group is having trouble. 
I, I, no, I don't even yeah, <laughs> I know where to go with the Embracer group. It was such that, a, it was always weird. They were buying up so much stuff and it never seemed like there was any actual plan or rhyme or reason to it. And yeah, sure enough, it sure seems like it's starting to fall apart pretty quick. So, and it's very sad because it's not going to be good for people who actually want to play games because there's so many, there's just been, there have been so many layoffs. There continues to be so many layoffs and mm, coming off such a great year and the future does not look as bright. <laughs> yeah, it, it's unfortunate. But, you know, video games, we're here to talk about happy stuff, right? Well, also joining us is Robert Albright. Because I, I, I have been continuing to beat all the weirdos up in the streets all over Hawaii. I was going to say, man, you sped run infinite wealth. I didn't speed run it. I spent like five days just wandering around the random dungeons that released. By the way, the changes to the random dungeons, I love it. Did, did you even eat for five days? I went to work. <laughs> How many hours did it take you to beat it? Um... I left the game running, so I don't. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, so, so I, I my my time clocks are never correct because of the fact I leave the game running, I leave it up, and I go to work. So I don't. You, no. You don't, you don't put your console in sleep mode. It's my computer. Or your computer? You don't. Oh, okay. I guess that makes sense. <laughs> yes, I ate hair frog. I I even ordered like uh, two pizzas breadsticks and a whole bunch of stuff from Domino's last weekend. So yes, I I did indeed eat. Cuz I'm only on chapter 4. And I only progressed the story because the Sujimon gems were getting ending up in places that I physically could not go to <laughs> without getting my ass handed to me. Of, and, of course, Kelly, you are you're transfixed by the the Pokémon minigame. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Who's it, that Sujimon? It is full gotcha, uh, that dopamine hit of having the pull of the prisoners coming out of their cell with their little hoods on. And it's like, oh boy, I see a gold one. Who is it going to (laughs) be? I I like the fact that the secret, the secret, uh, message to get into the arena, the Coliseum system is who's that Suji Mon? Painfully did do it so much. And the fact that they quoted the song at some point during that quest line as well. And he comments like, wait, is that a song? And I, I, I think it was like searching far and wide, the, the searching far and wide bit of the Pokemon song that he quoted. Yeah. Well, the thing, the joke is that he's trying to sing it too. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, oh, it's, 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 it's so great. Uh. Well, and part of why I'm addicted to that mini game is because they made it so easy to get, level up the guys because you can just do a bunch of sparring matches and get all this the, what the suji mix is what yeah. it, is what it's yeah. called um and as you go through the ranks of the of this what the suji league um you get better and better su- suji mix to level up your guys and they I can tell that they made this smooth so that you would have to devote too much time to the mini game, but it's still kind of a, a sink. 
And I, I'm dreading when I get to the um, Animal Crossing mini game because the, the last time I did the stock market one. Uh, <laughs> no, you're just you're you're dreading how many hours are going to be lost to Animal Crossing in in it, Yakuza. Yeah, um, especially since I've already been kind of grinding points in some of the other mini games to get um, already get some of the blueprints that are clearly available. Um, I devoted like an entire evening to uh, crazy, crazy dash. Yeah, crazy taxi. Crazy crazy eats. Crazy eats. Yeah, Yeah. the crazy taxi game. Yeah. Like I, I I felt like I should have put on Offspring while I was playing that whole game. (laughs) Time. That's how crazy taxi it is. Um, and I I completed all three courses of uh, Sicko Snap. (laughs) <laughs> How do you love that they put a Pokemon Snap clone in here? It made me want to boot up Pokemon Snap again. I forgot <laughs> how fun that is. <laughs> and like some of those courses get pretty hard because <laughs> you got to look up on top of the buildings to, to catch uh, old men huh, like doing weird sexual things to buildings. And hello, what? <laughs> yeah, what did you just say? <laughs> Uh, weird sexual things to build. No, I heard that. I'm just unhappy that I heard that. What? What's going on? It, it looks. It looks like the old men are trying to hump the building. Stop it! This is this is a family show. Well, you're taking photos and sending it to the police so they. Can I get want. Caught, I want you to know a friend of mine from 20 years ago messaged me today and said I put my show on in the car because you have a clean podcast my kids can listen to it and they enjoy oh no. they seem to enjoy it i said like thank like, you i will try to endeavor to make sure we don't swear ever he's like you do swear i'm like occasionally he's like ah, i don't notice it and compared to all the other gaming podcasts you guys are squeaky clean it's like okay that's fair but now <laughs> we're what? talking about old men doing indecent things to buildings and that's just too far kelly don't don't blame me blame ryuga studios i will the yep. ones that put this in right. and two it, it's not that bad yeah it's, it's, are they wearing diapers while they do it no i'm kind of surprised i'll be honest like swimsuits. oh yeah no kinda but i did find the diaper mid quest and i was kind of sad that this time around it was surprisingly wholesome oh i haven't gotten to that yet <laughs> yeah this, this one was this one was very wholesome mm-hmm. like it, it it almost kind of made me cry a little bit. Oh, <laughs> yeah! It, it, it's it, the the Gondwara family's uh, side quest. This game was uh, was a pretty wholesome one. Uh, no, what's horrible is you know there being a baby. It starts off with you chasing a runaway baby carriage, and I should have known from the beginning. I'm sorry, I'm spoiling this for you, Josh. I, I should have okay. done. I should have done from the beginning that this was where it was going to go. But then when I see a grown man in a diaper in the baby carriage, when you catch up to it, it's like, oh, God, I can't. Well, I can't believe this showed up again. It's the series. Of course it did. I felt like I was rickrolled. Well, um, if you will. Well, I I shared I shared this on the uh, discord. Um, uh, The uh, AI vacuum is back. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't gotten enough money to donate to him yet. I'm also there. Yeah, yeah. I'm saving up money to do that one. <laughs> uh, but but he no he, but it no longer sprays you with hot coffee. Oh, oh no, this is different. <laughs> oh yes, it's great. 
and the the vocational school is back. I need to go do some more of that stuff. Um, I, I did a side quest th- last night before I went to bed that involved uh, a ukulele player that used to be a rock singer that I really liked. Yeah, but that, that's I, a good one. I'm sad that he went and didn't end up being a pound bait, though. Huh. Yeah, that that kind of disappointed me. The other rock star quests that you get, they end up being a pound mate where you're trying to get a storm to happen so that they could shoot a music video. <laughs> that, <laughs> what? Oh, I, I'm thinking of the ending of that with the uh, where where with the uh, for the dude. It's just I was like, oh my god, that's how how it happens. And, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying listen, to not spoil it, of course. I, I did listen to last week's show, and I'm happy that both of you did the uh, helping uh, Nancy the crawfish find a girlfriend. Aww. That was, just, that was just adorable, although I thought I was going to mess that one up because I threw the crawfish too hard. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> okay, I'm glad I wasn't the only one. I did not. <laughs> what happens if you land the, stick the land? on that it lands on his face okay so the, the crawfish just goes mental <laughs> i mean Na- nancy uh nancy does her thing yeah <laughs> um have you guys been back to the hideout yet and see both of them in their little bowl no i didn't think to do that i gotta go yeah. back now yeah if you if you go back the hermit crab is in nancy's little bowl and it's so cute oh and um, did, you, also, did you also? Oh, go no, ahead. No, you go ahead. Did Did you also get the bird companion? Yes. Um, that's there too. Yes. <laughs> did you get the little? Did you come across the little uh, side thing where they were talking about the the Genesis and the Mega Drive? Yes, I yes. laughed. I laughed so hard. <laughs> I was like, like that company. Gen- I remember playing games from this company, and and they. And, they're, oh, they they have they have more references later during um, some later <laughs> chapters with a different character. I I, okay. I, I have to be very because I I beat I beat the game last night. I beat oh. the game last night, so there are some really great uh, throwbacks um, with the other set of the party. Um, I died. Like, why would they call it the Genesis? Mega Drive is already an English name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's funny to me because I usually call it the Mega Drive just because I think that's a better name, too. He just doesn't have any clue how 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 a, how, a, how the same company could be so divided <laughs> between two divisions. He had no clue. Yeah. 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 Uh, Kazuka, you're you're not the only one that questioned Sega's uh, motivation in the '90s. Well, I mean, in in Kazuka's defense, he was also in prison, though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> at least uh, Sega is now far enough away they can even poke fun at it. Yeah, really. <laughs> I, I can't imagine they wouldn't have been, they would have made those kind of jokes earlier. <laughs> no, no, hit 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 a little too close to home. <laughs> since uh, a lot of this failure of the Saturn was Sega of Japan's fault. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so I, 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 I'm very... Uh, Ichiban is the hero we deserve. Mm-hmm. 
Um, the the ending is uh, is is great. Um, I I will not spoil it for people, but it it, it truly makes me appreciate uh, Kasuga as a character and as the hero of the series now because he he is he is so wholesome. Despite you know despite his you know swear words you know cussing mouth, but um, his his personality and how he approaches things is probably like the most wholesome a hero we've had in a long time uh, well i need a fresh box of tissues for the ending um there it it, it didn't affect me that way but it, i know that sometimes things affect you differently kelly you may yeah because the last game um the the, the ending was pretty heart-wrenching it's 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 more of a good it's more of a good feeling ending, not a heart wrenching ending. Okay. It's not a heart wrenching one, but it, it there there is some there is some feels. The feel I, I good video game it. of twenty twenty four. And I, I've got to admit, having played Yakuza Kiwami this year first, and then this one, it's just kind of neat seeing how far the series has come, because. You know, especially in quality of life stuff, because in Kiwami, I was very frustrated with having to constantly manage my inventory. Inventory, yeah. And then then in this game, it's like, yeah, whatever, you can carry it all. Um, You you cannot actually carry it all. Like, item-wise, yes, but equipment does have a limit of 500 items. Ah. I hit that limit. (laughs) But you still have an item box where you can dump stuff off in your hideout, so... Yeah. yeah, and um, like you brought up last week, uh, I think it was Tam that was talking about the uh, recommended level for doing dungeons. Oh, uh, God. I well, ran it. it. Well, even events, like uh, the story events, too, will do it. Um, yeah, I, I'm very happy for that because when I went I when I went to go progress the story to go do that warehouse stuff in chapter four, yeah. it was like, okay, you need to be 13. I'm 17. I'm good. Yeah. So you don't stumble into something where you're totally hosed. Yeah. And yeah, then, because I, I think that boss fight that you guys was talking, guys were talking about, was that the one where you're best having the two female members or is that another boss fight? I don't remember which boss fight we were talking about now. It's been a week. Uh-oh. I've forgotten already. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, just... I've, 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 I beat up a giant shark and a giant squid last night. So, uh... <laughs> Are you punching a squid? What are we I talking did. about? What I is did. this game? I did. I, 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 pun- I punched and kicked a giant squid. I even posted a picture of the giant squid on our Discord. <laughs> It was so out of context that no one would, you know, obviously it's near the end of the game because I beat the game, but it's just a picture of the giant squid. So it's very out of context. So I was like, oh, this is this is not spoilery that you're fighting this giant squid It's because it's a giant ass squid. I just love that this series, especially later games in the series, have just the, the right balance between serious and silliness that I, I absolutely adore. Well, well, that's probably a big difference from Kiwami. The the very first game you could, after playing that, I'm sure you see, like it's it was way more crime. It was much more balanced on the crime <laughs> drama side rather than the uh, the silliness side. Yeah, and 
um, <laughs> Kiwami had a lot of uncomfortable stuff in it that, you know, was very much a whiplash after the silliness of like a dragon war. It's like, ah, oh, misogyny much. <sighs> It um, still has problems with that, <laughs> but it's not as bad as it was at the beginning. I'm still kind of frustrated that the, you know, the female characters in Infinite Wealth, you know, like don't get the same selection of, of uh, you know, classes and jobs. Yeah, and, and that's that's frustrating. But the way Kiwami started out, yeah, was to me way worse. Oh, oh, certainly. <laughs> But they they have gotten much better in certainly in how they handle women in the story. It's still not perfect. It's still not great. It's still not perfect, but it's gotten it has improved over the years. Yeah, you could have made a drinking game with how many times a woman got slapped in Kiwami. Oh, Put it that yeah. way. I'm I'm glad they come that far in that direction, but eh, yeah. Um, well, a couple of the side quests uh, actually uh, make note of that too um uh some of the drinking uh, you unlock the ability to you know raise your social standing with your um you know party members and uh one of them is dealing with the is dealing with a situation related to that um actually two of them um i won't say which characters but uh I i'm sure i can figure that out yeah, well, I mean, there's there's only three female characters in the party, so. Um, but 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 otherwise, yeah, I, I'm having a lot of fun with the game, and um, yeah, Josh, you were right. I did start with the worst one in the series. Yeah. Uh, six. <laughs> yeah. Six is just the worst place to start, but you enjoyed it, so it's like you know. It, the story um, was so self-contained that I really felt like I didn't miss out on anything. Um, there, there are plenty of, oh, I mean, like six is just like loaded with uh, tie-ins to the early, you know, the earlier parts of the series. Cause it was to, just kind of a culmination, but it's just like, you know, it still works. It's written in a way where you can play the game and understand everything that's going on and, you know, enjoy the experience anyway. Even then, it was still kind of funny playing Kiwami and being like, oh, this little girl. Oh, that's who the girl was in six. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but playing this ass backwards, but I'm cool. <laughs> the two complete ends of the series you've played and nothing in the middle. <laughs> look, look, I had to do the cat cafes. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, there, there, I will say that is the one disappointment I have with like the infinite wealth there was no cat hunting side quest in this one no but you can make friends with them though so far i've only run into two if anything i've been running into chickens yeah chickens parrots dogs i think i've befriended a cow (laughs) yeah i did remember the cow there was at least one cow i came across I, I probably need to look up a guide to figure out where the rest of the cats are. I just I loaded up with cat food just in case, but I only ran into my second cat yesterday. And even then, it was kind of like, had I not been looking in corners for briefcases, I wouldn't have seen it. Isn't it like a hundred different like people, cats, pets that you can befriend? Uh, it's it's a ridiculous amount of all the all the stuff to do in this case. It's it's two hundred. Oh, good lord. If you wanted to do everything here, you would be doing it forever. 
Yeah. Thing is that at least with with that side quest, it seems like everywhere you look is at least somebody with the little green uh, smiley face, so that you can just wave at him. And every time I see one, I stop what I'm doing and just start mashing the square button, like "Hello, hi, aloha." <laughs> okay, I got him. <laughs> yeah, well, some of them you have to feed, some of them you have to give stuff to. There's one that wants you to get something from one of the crane mini games. Uh, oh. Jeez, I devoted like a whole night to doing that. <laughs> Although I did get all the penguins. I, I got all the cats, obviously. Obviously. Yeah, unfortunately, um, the 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 crane one wants you to get one that's a um one of the boxes, so it's really hard to get. Yeah, I was having trouble with the box one, and it, it didn't help that. Uh, you know, I was trying to do the center of gravity thing, which is the advice that you're supposed to take. But instead, it would pick up the box and then drop it behind. Yeah, it would tilt to, like, one side or something. It's it's so annoying. <laughs> Luckily, it's not real money, because I probably spent, like, $1,000 just getting up <laughs> one of those boxes. But at, at, least the, at least the kitty cats I managed to get pretty easily. I just had to reset the machine once, because one of them one of the kitty cats kind of got where the crane just could not reach it. And and I appreciate that you can um, just tell the lady to reset the machine anytime you want. Yeah. Yep. Um, let's see. what uh, Another really fun... So um, there are extra dungeons in this. If, if, if And one of the things I really like, which annoyed me with the previous game, was like if you died in the extra dungeon it was game over in this game. It just throws you out being like, yeah, you lost. Try again. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, that's how come like just doing the extra dungeons is so fun to just for grinding. Cause you don't have to worry about actually having to reload. Well, it, it, it also unlocks it much earlier on than I remember it doing in like a dragon. And uh, the one, yeah. the one mini game that I have not done a lot with, that I probably need to see if there's like extra recipes and um, blueprints for is the matching matchmates mini game, the one where you're chatting with people. Yeah, oh, I'm I terrible thought, at that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I am I, too. I, I got I got some fat dude on my first one. <laughs> so if you win it, you get like a little FMV from from the the person that you matched with. It's there that that version of that 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 sort of uh, you know oh. like dating thing that they've done, right? Yeah. No, I I didn't get that one the first time I tried it. I I failed that. Oh, I I did hard. not fail, but uh, yeah, I got some fat dude. But, <laughs> I was laughing so hard. But I I I need to see the, what the rewards are first because when it comes to date, dating type mini games, I tend to avoid those just because I don't find them to be very fun. Well, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah and and it's a good thing you mentioned like you know sort of traveling around looking for briefcases because there are um, recipes in briefcases just lying around too. So you really got to like check everything, check the dumpsters, check the trash cans, check the briefcases. 
talk to the random people on the side of the street because sometimes they'll give you stuff. I mean, you heard us. I, you heard me mention last week since you listened to the podcast that I was uh, talking about pimping your Segway because you can pimp your Segway. Oh yeah, I I need to keep doing that too. Um, that that was good advice because I I didn't realize that some people would just give you Segway stuff. Yeah, some of them will give you Segway stuff. Some of them will give you uh, building idea uh, building ideas for your. Uh, for your um the island for the island yeah i i appreciate that this game this rpg of all rpgs kind of makes talking to people important again because i feel like that's something that's kind of went away in modern rpgs you know i i, I agree with that yeah i mean and it and it does it in a fun way you know and i like the fact that you don't have to talk to every npc like some of them are just you know, you know they have discussions, but they're not like actually important. Yeah, and they mark which ones you can talk to on the map, so it's not like you you just sit, sitting there trying to find every single one. Um, the the side quests where you had to give away a lemonade were kind of handy in that regard, because be, being able to see the little blue dots on the map, it's like, okay, do they want lemonade? No. <laughs> Is this person talkable? No. Oh. Yeah, and so I'm, I'm, if you're when you're doing that mini game, um, uh, there's also some that will be like, you know, you can talk to, but they don't want lemonade. And if you're paying mm-hmm. attention to their uh, little conversations, you'll know which ones are which. Yeah. Like yeah. some will be like, I hope that Afro guy doesn't. That guy with the Afro doesn't talk to me. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm. If one more person offers me lemonade, I am going to, like, go off. <laughs> Would them like the plague? So, so I assume Kelly is playing it in English. Tam, did you play it in English or did you play the Japanese voice? Oh track? no, I played it with in English totally. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dub's, the dub's actually pretty good. Is it? Yeah. Even the biggest complaint, which was uh, the change with Kiryu, because um, they got uh, Young Yeah, who's a YouTuber, who's also does voice work now um, as the new Kiryu. He actually does a really good job as Kiryu. At, at first, it was kind of jarring because I I always pictured Kiryu's English voice as being very deep, like his uh, Japanese Japanese yeah. voice, and with it being a little bit higher than I expected, it was kind of jarring. But it's fine. <laughs> yeah, like he it, it, okay, I can understand the pitchiness, but like as far as catching the right, um, uh you know, like inflections and what he did a really good job catching all the right inflections for the right scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that that's really the only gripe I have is that, you know, like since it's set in Hawaii playing the Japanese voice track there, there are still instances where, you know, some of the text is in English and it's very, it can be uneven where it seems like they've actually pulled in stuff from the English voice track track so it sounds very natural and normal and then some of the characters it sounds like they use the japanese voice actor who was not that great you know only had just like a phonetic grasp of english and it sounds very awkward and you know like like the uh you know some of the characters you're like well this person lives in hawaii they should be able to speak english fairly well and it sounds like broken english and it kind of like throws off the immersion a little bit 
Oh, it, it was very jarring getting uh, a hot dog and some chips at a at a stand on the beach last night and then hearing Ohio gozaimasu <laughs> or whatever it was when she said goodbye at the end. I, I know, I know, Vaughn, I messed that up. I apologize, but <laughs> I was like, oh, this should, should, that should have been English. This is Hawaii. Okay. They, they must have not seen that word. Skipped over missed that, that one, one. <laughs> um, or, or the weirdness of trying to find the taxi at the beginning, and they're b- both speaking English, but they're supposed to be speaking Japanese. Yeah, um, that that was a little hard to pull off, and even Vaughn said, "Yeah, it's hard to do that in manga and anime too." So, you know, you kind of got to suspend your disbelief just a little bit there. But uh, otherwise, I do like the um, in- English track a lot, and. Uh, Kazuga's English voice actor is just amazing. Yeah, he he is so good. I I just I love his enthusiasm throughout the whole game. I I loved it in the first game too. I'm so glad. Yeah, he, he and he he is he's done an amazing job. Honestly, like most of the most of the main cast is very well voice acted. I'm just wedded to the Japanese voice acting because I've been there the whole series. So like, yeah. I just couldn't, I couldn't handle Kiryu in English because I'm just like, it doesn't sound right. It's not Kiryu. You know? No, I, I, I don't blame you. Um, I, I miss Nani as well. Nani. Nani. <laughs> Nani. His voice actor and his Japanese voice actor is so good. Yeah. Oh. Nani. Yeah, no. A lot of a lot of people were mad because they changed uh, the voice actor for uh, Kiryu. Um. So th- this is pretty much what I'm going to be playing until uh, the end of February because the other game's going to completely take over my life. Yeah, um, I, I mean, like I'm I'm only in chapter five and I've already put like twenty, like nearly thirty hours in. <laughs> I'm like, oh god, this game's going to take forever. <laughs> Yeah, um, luckily, if I when I do pause it to play that other game, it'll probably be easy to come back to. Yeah. Um, and and, and nothing, nothing against like a dragon, but well, we've got news about this other game at, this week, and I am excited. And I even said on Twitter, I'm going to be insufferable come March. Oh no. <laughs> I'm sorry, Chris. I'm hyped. I'm so hyped. Everyone, she's hyped. Watch out. It's a hyped <laughs> Kelly alert. Now, uh, now, I will say, I probably this was not the only game I played. I don't know if Kelly and uh, Josh played other did played any other games, but I did actually play a, another game this week besides Nikkei. <laughs> I only played Final Fantasy VII Remake. I am on chapter 16 on that, where I'm finally infiltrating the Shinra building. So I'm hoping to have that wrapped up by the end of the month. I've I've kind of ramped up my production slash game time on that, as it were, to fin- finish it in time, as well as the Yuffie DLC. After this week, I'm kind of regretting not playing Crisis Core 2. Using a story later. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what else did you play? Uh, so the uh, new patch for Honkai Star Rail dropped this week. So, uh, 
Yeah, so uh, this is the first like major update, and it's the first one where we actually have a brand new planet to go to. So I've been uh, playing that. Uh, a new planet? On... Yeah, new planet. We've gone like a whole year with only two, three planets to go to, one of which is a space station. So, so I've been very slowly uh, going through that because I've been only streaming that. And uh, like uh, one on Tuesday, I spent like two hours just wandering around the one area looking for all the like little hidden stuff and side quests and stuff like that. <laughs> well, that, that sounds exciting. Yeah, no, I'm having a lot of fun. I did also manage to get uh, the new character that released on their gotcha pool after like a lot of pulls. So, um, I, I I I love her design. Uh, she's a fortune teller. <laughs> so, but uh, you know, all the waifus, of course. So, of course. Um, but there's also there's a lot of mysteries going on, and I, I don't really know where they're going to take the story. I, I've uh, a couple of my friends are further than me. I've s heard some spoilers, and they're not exactly things I'm surprised about. But yeah, I'm I'm very excited to see uh, where this is going to go. So, but uh, yeah, no main thing I've been playing all week is <laughs> Infinite Wealth. <laughs> I've done I've done like almost all the side quests. The only one I haven't done is there's a sort of like hide and seek one involving one of the areas later. Uh, that's about the only side quest I have left. Mm. Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting going from one extreme to the other, and that I power played through Kiwami, uh, barely doing any of the side quest stuff. And then this time around, I am trying to do every side quest I can get my hands on, mainly because that's the best way to get extra pound baits and recipes, yeah. stuff like yeah. that. Plus, yeah. I think the side quests in this game are a little bit more interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, Kiwami, Kiwami is... you. It's fun to go back and play, see the original story, see where it started, but that was also before they totally, you know, like that's before they had completely nailed down what the formula was for the game. So, you know, the side Kiwami is slightly better because they did go back and add in side stories to that release. So there is new stuff in there. And in fact, there were side stories that were in Kiwami and uh, Zero, like there was that arc of it was uh, Zero, Kiwami, and then uh, Six. So there are side stories that cut across all three games. Mm -hmm. But, like, those are kind of neat. But, uh, you know, like, a, a lot of the original stuff was, you know, like, before it became kind of weird and sillier. <laughs> a, lot of the, a lot of the original side stories were much more straightforward than the first one. <laughs> it's like second and third game where they started kind of getting a little bit more, like, silly side story, serious main story kind of dynamic going on. Well, I mean, even even in Infinite Wealth, though, some of the side stories can be a little serious. Oh, sure. But in a good way. Yeah. Um, are you going to do any new Game Plus stuff? Um, I'm I'm I haven't even started New Game Plus. I'm actually working through um, um, the extra stuff. Hmm. So I have the so I'm actually uh, need to right now. I'm actually sitting here doing so. When you do those extra dungeons and you get through the like first set of floors, it unlocks a another floor after that that's even harder. So I'm doing that right now in the one in Hawaii, and I'm at the last boss of it. And oh my god, it is kicking my butt. 
so they've set it up so there's still quite a bit of depth there for you to to to, to keep playing oh yeah because um um i don't know if it is part of the dlc but i also have the extra dungeon that um comes out once you beat the game too yeah so and that and that totally kicked my butt hence why i'm in this other dungeon so so chris did you ever figure out your uh gaming crisis no i think you had like 11 things on that list yeah and it gave me a 12th one yesterday Um, (laughs) it just keeps going kelly I'm trying to figure out what my next game is going to be for my non-stream games because I, I have I have three I have like four styles of games I have my stream game, which is supposed to be uh, Stranger of Paradise. I have my gotcha games, which are Honkai Star Rail and Nikkei. Mm-hmm. I have my MMO, which is of course Final Fantasy XIV, and then I have the what am I going to play for fun? Which was Infinite Wealth, but now you've got a slot free there. Exactly. Um, are you are you gonna be on our Stranger of Paradise uh, backtrack this week? Uh, no, because uh, I only I'm not very far into that. Oh, okay. And remember, I'm trying to save PTO for other things. Oh, okay. I just wanted to extend the invitation if you wanted to, but I understand. It. I appreciate it. Um. So, so Chris never figured out that dilemma. I am not surprised. <laughs> no offense, Chris, but your dilemma is always dilemmaing. Listen, so. you. Listen. Listen. Hey, I beat a game this week. I don't want to hear it. Well, what if I told you that I mostly beat a game this week, too? What? I know! What? <laughs> oh, you want to hear more? Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, pretty much finished up Pale World. Ah. Yeah. You didn't even know you could. <laughs> is there an end game, or do you just stop? There is sort of. I mean, there's there's the end game stage of your progression, and then you're done, right? Uh, that's kind of how uh, one of my one of my uh, union mates in uh, DK kind of said it too. Like, uh, the, so there's the, uh, how do I put it? There's the legendary. So the, the, the goals you could consider for pal world, I think are the following, uh, and you could do more than this, but I think these are the three core ones hit level 50, finish all the boss towers, catch all the legendaries. I have caught all the legendaries as of last night. So Cyrell and others were very kind. We all went on a on a world tour of all the legendaries. Like, can we take them? We're five levels under them. Can we do it anyway? And we beat them all. And I'm the one who caught every single one of them. <laughs> Even though I was not the only one throwing Pokeballs at them. But I guess my client had slightly lower latency and I was good at the, the ball throwing rhythm. Uh, the pals all got in my, my Pokeballs. And now I have all the legendaries. And How does that work in multiplayer? They, does one of you get? Just one of you gets it. Yeah, just one of you gets yeah. it. You have to go and fight it again to get it. Yep. Which I will okay. probably be on today and tomorrow doing that with the other folks on our server. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, for right now, like I got all the legendaries. I am one tower short of do all the towers. 
and I've already decided I don't care about hitting level 50. So once I finish that tower, my goals of Pal World for now are complete. And maybe when they come out with point zero point five or 1.0, it would be different. But given what's in the game, I've experienced enough of it, and I'm ready to be done. <laughs> I've played hours, 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 and hours, and hours. It's been fun, but I'm done. This thing's got so many bugs, and I'm tired of fighting them. <laughs> So what, just, will, so what will you play uh, when you're done with this? Well, that's why I'm installing Playnight right now and trying to scan all my game libraries and make a decision. And I don't know. It's like it's almost like I came up with a list of 12 good options. And Anna reminded me last night, like, you should go back and do Trails of uh, Trails in the Sky 2. And like, oh, shoot, I should. So it's like, that's option number 12. You could play that on Steam Deck. Yeah, you could. I know I could. That's Doesn't the Steam version Steam have the fast forward? Yes. Look at my boy here. Look at Palladius. Big centaur dude. Okay, that is actually pretty cool. Looking. Isn't he cool? And then here's the dark version of Palladius. Oh, he just went off the cliff. There you go. Now he's dark dude. Two spears. That's also pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other legendaries are at the base, so I'd have to go get them. But uh, anyway, Chris, did, yeah. Chris, did you watch the Let's Game It Out about Pal World? I did. He he went very high in the sky. <laughs> I I like the fact that uh, I I heard uh, from Lawful Masses, uh, who's because uh, the guy who runs that is a national copyright attorney. Um. You know, so his his takes are very, always very interesting when he has to when he covers legal stuff, especially with the games. You know, with his experience, and he's like, "Is there stuff that's very reminiscent? Yes. Is there stuff that is really close and reminding you of it? Yes. Do I personally think there's anything here that could get them into actual trouble? Not really." But he's like, Japanese law is a little different. So if this goes to Japanese court, it could see a different outcome. But as far as American goes, probably not. So, so Let's Game It Out video. Well, first of all, Let's Game It Out cracks me up because they're they're a channel about just taking games like Pal World and seeing how bad they can break them. Either by, in that, that case, building towers up to infinity or I, I can't remember what else he did. Some. It, it was like butchering. Well, he 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 exploited the experience. I for, how did he do that? I forgot. He started building a staircase, but it wouldn't let him build the staircase. But it gave him the experience for building the staircase. So you know, Josh just will do the same thing for hours because he doesn't mind. Um, it doesn't annoy him like it would someone like me. So he just mm-hmm. got to level forty building a staircase. <laughs> <laughs> Which is insane, but that's what he does. <laughs> but I, I was also cracking up at him catching a vendor and then butchering it. Oh, yeah. Why not? <laughs> um, th- Guys, that did you Shannon. forget to eat again? They forgot how to eat overnight. Oh, I'm so tired of these guys forgetting how to do basic life-sustaining tasks. Sorry, go ahead. Get it, get it together, pal, Mon. Mm-hmm. But I, I was just curious because... Because that cha- that channel always cracks me up, and when it's a game that I've actually played, or one of us has actually played, to me it's even funnier. 
God, watching this is just reminding me of uh, taking it back to Infinite Wealth, where you actually get new uh, Sujimon. Did, we we didn't talk about that, like the the actual process of like catching them instead of like throwing a ball at them. You have yeah, to give you, them a gift, and then they have this little mini game of like how much effort do you put in, and like you know like the the really high effort if you manage to like the the meter just goes up, and if you manage to get it, like you you know like you bow and carefully present them with the the gift, and if you manage to if you instead get the low end, you just kind of like throws it at their feet. <laughs> Gotten that. Oh, and then and then you have to like woo them with your words. Yeah, you have to beg, pretty much beg them to to come with you, and then if the, they don't accept the gift, they'll kick it back at you and be like, "Nah." <laughs> I wow. love that. Sorry, sorry. I know we're no, we it's a, done, but no, I I forgot to talk about that too because I I had been mostly recruiting them via the gotcha tickets. Yeah, there's a it has an old game in-game gotcha system where you can actually spend in-game money just the in-game money to buy them. <laughs> That's funny too. And and you also get them for free if when you beat up uh, the trainers. Yeah. And then it even has a whole like you know it's it, it even has the whole gotcha system where if you have multiples of the units you can combine them to make them more powerful. Oh, good. Uh, I've been obsessed with that too. Yeah, I, I do that in this game too. <laughs> you, uh, oh this is how this works in Pale World. You see this giant thing over here? It looks like a blender. Mm-hmm. It basically okay. is. You shove a bunch of pails <laughs> in there and feed them to one of the other pails, and that pail gets stronger. <laughs> now it's just done in the menu. You don't have to actually drag them over, which is less disturbing. But let's be clear: what's going on here? Is it visually? No, no, it doesn't do anything like that. Ooh, they laid eggs. Good. Oh, Oh, and one of my most powerful Sujimon is a dude wearing an anime chick mask. (laughs) Of course. Oh, I mean, the later versions of that are great, too. Mm -hmm. I, I do feel a little disappointed, or maybe not disappointed, but all the enemies are still only dudes, barring like the occasional like animals and heavy machinery and whatnot. It's still only dudes. There are no female enemies in the game. Well, yeah. Robert, I, I think it's to avoid that um, poison problem, like with Fatal Fury, where they don't don't want you necessarily beating on women. I understand why, but I do. Uh, it's still. Oh, don't laser me. I, I don't know. I, I would feel kind of uncomfortable with that kind of realistic depiction. I. Well, and I mean, like, um, well, I mean, he's left, but the original uh, creator of it was always like that was part of the reason Kiryu was never in fighting wait, games. He left. Like, well, yeah, yeah, he went off and started his own new uh, company. Oh, yeah, yeah. There was a big announcement last year about that. So this is all. Yeah. So that's. So after six or seven, like it's no longer the dude anymore or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, seven. this is all garbage. It's all fake. No, after seven, fake no, You know, um, I I don't know if any of you guys, if any of you guys watched Jackass back in the day, but, but in early seasons there were w- women on Jackass, and they kind of phased them out because they they flat out said, you know, watching a woman get get the crap beat out of her even if it's of her own doing just isn't as funny yeah and 
it's sexist when you say it out loud, but at the same time, it's kind of true. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's. It, I I understand the why. At the same time, it does throw. It does make it odd because there are obviously women who would do that. It's it's. Oh, I know. It, there there's just some something about you know even if they were wearing ridiculous costumes, it would still be awkward. It, it's the same reason why video like GTA still don't let you kill children. Yeah. So. It's but, uh, an unfortunate uh, but, side effect, but it's the truth. That's the hard-hitting social commentary you come here for. <laughs> yeah. But at least, at least I admit, I understand the reasoning behind it. Yeah. And and it's all because of the realism. If it was a cartoony game or an anime game, it probably wouldn't be nearly I think as they still don't let you do it in those games. Yeah, you have games with female female antagonists. Yeah, I, I think I, I agree, Kelly. I think that you randomly run up to and beat down on the street. Well, yeah, that's true. Not not generally. You'll have bad. You'll have antagonists. You'll have bad mm-hmm. guys. But yeah, you don't. That's true. You like your 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 typical enemy is generally yeah. not going to. There's be. a lot of investing in this is a bad person rather than eh, probably a bad person. Let's go punch him. Yeah. And then, and then your pervy dungeon crawlers, where they're, it's sexy anime chicks, but it's well now having really sex monsters. with them. That's okay. It's it's punching them that's bad, <laughs> Kelly. Don't you know? No, is that not how it should work? Oh, huh. weird. I'm, I'm talking about stuff like dungeon travelers and yeah. other. I know criminal girls. Yeah. Yeah. it's interesting where our 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 uncomfortableness ends. It's like, oh well, tentacle sex. That's cool. <laughs> But I don't want to punch them. But you know, weren't, weren't exploiting you their body for my for, pleasure. Let's do it. Yeah. She's just getting on to me for not being family friendly. Right. Darn it. Darn it. No. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Feedback time. So, so last last week, you guys asked what your personal game of the year is, and I um, I just wanted to tender my resignation for uh, Final Fantasy 16 not being our B-Gamers game of the year. What oh is no, wrong with us? Kelly. Oh, we she's out. We've got a new hire teasing. opening. <laughs> I'm very much teasing. I could not give less of a crap about that kind of stuff. Yes, I was do. happy the Octopath got it because octopath was an incredibly awesome game and i, I kind of yeah, felt like i mean I, I was i was thinking uh baldur's gate 3 was going to be the uh the winner for us but um octopath much- traveler 2 very good i'm not i i have no com- i had no complaints i was surprised but i was i was happy to see it i have no notes oh. i was i was not surprised at all that was what i thought it was going to be the, and the, the you people know, who loved it were going to play it, and the people who were kind of a little bit more eh on the first one were going to bail, and too many people were going to play sixteen and uh, and uh, Baldur's Gate, and there would at least be a few people who would be a little bit, you know. Eh. There was three. There was a, a lot more than a few people who were eh about sixteen. <laughs> well, fair. Um, and, and truth be told, I, I think under my head would have been my game of the year too because it was such a marked improvement over Octopath 1 which while a good game had had major problems with pacing that the new game just completely took care of and to me that was a little bit more innovative than 16 which while it was good and yeah Chris those those kaiju battles were freaking amazing I, I think Octopath deserved it so um, there, there you go. 
now, as far as what I would have picked, um, Fuga 2. <laughs> well, there's only like three of us on staff who played it, Kelly, so I don't think I, it was going to I know. It was just another one of those things where you, you take a good game and you make it even more awesome. And yeah. But that's just me. Um, our, our one feedback from Gamer Esquire. Uh, 2023 was a banner year for game releases, but nothing topped Octopath Traveler 2 for Game of the Year. With its deep in strategic combat, well-developed character narratives, and absolutely stellar soundtrack, Octopath stood head and shoulders above the competition. Having always been a defender of the first Octopath, I found myself the amazed in which Square was able to take an already incredible release and somehow identify ways to improve upon it. Octopath 2 now ranks up in my top 10 of all-time lists, and my only regret is that it did not find the commercial success it deserved thanks in large part to Square's anemic marketing. It definitely deserved a better fate. Did it not do well? I don't know. This is the first time I'm hearing about it. It was a busy year for games last year. Yeah, yeah. And, And Square put out a lot. Yes, they did. Yeah, so... um. Glad other people agree with us. Um, had had to get my commentary in there because I had opinions too. But um, it, so it sold at least one uh, around one million copies in three and a half months. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I I just remember it kind of price dropping really quick and finding it at forty bucks like a month later. Yeah. Which... Now the the previous game reached one million copies in twenty days. Hmm. So it, it really, yeah, the first game released in kind of a less crowded year, too. I'm yeah. sure Square would call that a disappointment, and real people wouldn't. <laughs> well, Square has talked about that, like they're 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 once again transitioning. They the last couple of years they've done tons and tons of you know, what would you call them? B releases, mm. and then they're transitioning back to like ah, oh, just a handful of AAA games. So. Yeah. I mean, as long as we get stuff that looks expansive, like uh, what we're going to talk about in news, uh, I'm, I'm okay with that. We do have Final Fantasy news. Do we? Uh, uh, th- that means we need to beep you in. No. Feedback, right? No. Or huh? that was feedback. Wait, I, I just did feedback. You just did feedback. I'm going to say beep, 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 Big Final Fantasy news this week. Uh, Final Fantasy XIV Xbox Series uh, S slash X open beta date is set. Just in time for it to die. <laughs> oh. Um, when was this? Uh, February 21st, 2024. Um, this open beta will be available to new players of the game. And those who already have the free trial version of fourteen license on another platform will not be able to participate. So I guess you have to have a completely new account. Apparently. <laughs> um, the beta will have limitations on content as the free, the same limitations as the free trial version, minus the ability to make online store purchases. Um, he will, to participate, players will need to set various privacy settings to the required levels as detailed on the Final Fantasy XIV Lodestone. Sounds like you're having to jump a lot of, through a lot of hoops to do this beta. Mm-hmm. Um so one hoop is that you don't have to have Game Pass Core or Ultimate for this, but you will have to for the full release. Huh. 
That's kind of... Oh, they're going back to that style. All right. They want to try and get you in. All right. Um, You know, I just noticed my uh, PlayStation Plus expired in December. Yeah? I've been keeping that going for years now and collecting the monthly games, and I was looking at it last night. I'm like, no, I'm good. (laughs) Yeah, when's the last time you played one of those games? I know, right? I'm not playing those games, and the cloud access is cool, but I'm not using it, so it's like... yeah. Why? Is yeah. it, isn't it also going up this year? Probably. Yeah. Well, a lot of things are going up this year, so it's not. I mean, I'll resubscribe if I need to, but for now, I'm like, why am I paying this just to be cool and collecting these games each much? Maybe I don't need this. No. Well, I didn't not need until it. until there's another Monster Hunter game? I never needed it, but like, it's just really acutely, painfully aware that I don't need it. <laughs> And see, they've been having a lot of stuff. Eunice like, says it went up video. last year. Sorry. Um, they've had a lot of indie stuff recently that's been kind of relevant to my interest. Like last month was uh, they had Nobody Saves the World. And mm, I've been yeah. wanting to try that. Yep. Plus some of the RPGs they've had, we've had on our Well, yeah, it's different for you because your primarily game device at, at home is your PlayStation. So that does make yeah. sense for you. Like yeah, to either go with that or Pass. go with the whole thing. Yeah. I'm generally in front of my PC. Yeah. Or on my Steam Deck. So, yeah. What if I started spending more time in the living room? It would be different. Yep. No, I I get you. I get you. So, there's that. Um, we've got West of Loathing and Shadows Over Loathing getting physical releases. These are the two stick figure slapstick Western RPG comedies. Um, I never played the second one. Um. Uh, what's the second one? Oh, there we're only doing shadows over. Yeah, sorry. Go Wasn't ahead. Wasn't there also Kingdom of Loathing? Well, that's the original Flash thing that this was all, or HTML game that was this all came out of. But these are the um, standalone single player games. I, I don't know. They they never really appealed to me just because I don't like stick They're figure funny. stuff. I like it. Um. So what do you so get? I, you know, just lots of collector bull things you get a napkin a microfiber napkin oh hell yeah yes microfiber napkin it's the cloth map of the stick figure game in shadows you get a modern compass mm-hmm. and a glow, glow yeah and dark sticker D- did you look at the modern compass look um, anything strike you as weird about the modern compass oh that it's off yeah <laughs> It's, it does, the directions are not normal. <laughs> well, either they flip, either they, <laughs> they flip north and west. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's weird. It's a modern compass that's been updated. <laughs> that's a that's a decision, but um, yeah. How much are both of these? Oh, I, I guess uh, the physical edition of Shadows is forty five bucks, and the collector's edition is ninety is a hundred. Or you could just get the games for forty, um, and they're also available in limited quantities. So playing I, I these on Switch be, could be fun. Hmm? Yeah, that they they look a little too flash game for my taste. Oh, you oh I see I see how it is. You're too good for this. Yes, I I'd rather have uh, f- fancy PS5 graphics. I see. All right. Um, like in the game that I'm t- I'm talking about next, that I am 
beside myself with excitement for. Uh, we we had a Final Fantasy VII Rebirth state of play this week. Yes, we uh, did. Finally. <laughs> uh, it was minute 22 trailer. minutes. Oh, 19 minutes? Oh. Okay, it was 19 minutes. I, um. <laughs> Yeah, 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 19 minutes. Um, basically, just kind of go, going over all the different things in the game. Uh, the world is pretty much going to be a big old open world, which I, I I thought that only the bit from like June on to, or from Midgar to June on was going to be open world for some strange reason. I don't know where I got that impression, but no, the whole world map is going to be available to you. I, I was surprised how spoiler free this entire presentation was. Was Are you great. being sarcastic or serious? Serious. Okay. Like I, I get there's hints and stuff you under if you've played seven, yeah. But like beyond that, they were pretty good. Like I feel like anyone could just watch this as a good hype piece for the game and not be worried about spoiling themselves, even though it's so long. Yeah. Um. So, so the, the trailer shows a lot of different places from the game. Um. Everything looks really cool and built and the the trailer was also kind of touting the um the performance on the ps5 and that it's going to have very little load times and uh you're going to have a performance mode or graphics mode depending on your play style but let's be let's be important let's let's get real kelly there are two very important things they showed off in this trailer there are three very important things they showed off in this trailer one (laughs) is tifa playing piano for a room full of cats yeah. All right. That's number one important thing. And the cats are rolling around on the floor and they're all very happy. Um, that, that scene alone is a purchase uh, for Kelly. The second most important thing is Red 13 standing up in a, in, a, in a soldier uniform and giving a thumbs up and a smile. Which, which is hilarious because in the original game, he could barely stand in that outfit. Yeah. And then the third most important thing is um, the combo attacks where the partners team up with each other and you could have Ketsi, or excuse me, Cat Sith riding around on Red 13 doing a combo attack with his little megaphone out and telling Red 13 where to go. And it was yeah, so adorable. Yeah, that, that's adorable. I, I, I'm, I'm going to love playing as my two favorite characters in this version. Did I miss anything? Or were those the po- most important things for you, Kelly? <laughs> Um, a, a couple of the combo attacks are pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, there, there's a screenshot of Tifa on all fours along with Red 13 getting ready to pounce on something. Uh, um, I, I also like when Red 13 drops his uh, voice persona when the, the ladies come out dressed up and ask him how they look. And he's like, huh, hi, what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, <clears throat> uh, you look fine. <laughs> So that's that's funny to that's funny to me because that's uh, One Punch Man. Oh, is it red? Yeah. But then I started thinking about this. I'm like, wait a second, isn't this bestiality? Eh. <laughs> Shouldn't he not be into human women? <laughs> we eh. don't know what he is. Yeah. All right. We should let him be into what he's into, right? Yeah. Don't kink shame him. Yeah. All well, right. Fair enough. <laughs> yes. No kink shaming allowed. Right. The the only game besides. Seven that's ever showed another member of his race is one of the mobile games where he oh, had a mate. Oh, darn it! Kid friendly. Um, <laughs> I did it again. <laughs> I'm um, sorry, Dan. <laughs> darn it! 
And I, I wonder if, if that's even going to come into play or if they're just going to pretend that that mobile game didn't happen. Or No, if the that... canonical ending of 7 shows him with kids, right? So Yeah. So we know he, he makes babies with other red things. Yeah, and the, the other member of his race was in Before Crisis. Mm. And unless that that's also showed up in the crappy Ever Crisis uh, game, which I haven't touched in months. Um, I don't know if they're, they're going to bring that up or not, but basically he had a mate in um, Before Crisis, and I think that's why he ended up at Shendra, because he agreed to go with the Turks so that they would leave his mate alone. Mm. Yeah. But wh- whether or not that's going to show up, I don't know. Um, I'm surprised that one of the, one of the Turks from... Uh, Crisis Core sh- shows up in this trailer. That's our other news story because um, we've got more details and images. And what's her name? Cisne. Um, Cisne I was, was told she was in the original. Said Anna. Is she not? She is I not in the remember. original. She is okay. not in the original. Final That's the Fantasy one who showed seven. up on the train and started talking to them in this trailer. Or yeah. Okay. Yeah, the redhead. The red. Oh, this one. This one? Yeah. Oh, okay. She's a Turk? She doesn't look like Yeah, one. she was a Turk and uh before or Okay, so different score. lady than I'm thinking of. Okay. So this is yeah. all right. So I had no idea who she was. So like the trailer shows her, I'm like, am I supposed to know who this is? Because I don't. <laughs> to, to be fair, until I looked it up and before until the article pointed it out, I didn't know who she was either because it's been a hot minute since I've played uh but, or have to games called crisis damn it crisis yeah they, it's a thing they went for because <laughs> um, she was a major character <sighs> okay so what am i spo- what's the play order here is it supposed to be remake crisis core rebirth crisis core remake rebirth how do these connect what what's the correct um, order i think and i don't know, i could be wrong because i haven't played the remake the newly released crisis core mm-hmm. remake right but i'm pretty sure that and as far as time ff7 timeline that one is first yeah that's not what i mean it, though like what's the proper play order um like what do they intend you to experience it one will i guess they, one were they released which came out first remake or crisis core remake remake and then crisis core remake okay got it see i i prefer to play things in timeline order Except for Yakuza, which you play completely in the wrong order. Hairfrog in the chat says, it is almost disgusting to realize there's an FF7 timeline. Hairfrog, what's more disgusting is to realize there's multiple timelines. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And yeah, well, that's because Yakuza had cat cafes, Josh. (laughs) Cat cafes um, break timelines. Oh, okay. As far as t- timeline order, yeah, uh, Crisis Core is first, and that does tie directly, in, or like, literally the ending of that game is the beginning of Final Fantasy VII. Spoilers. Okay. Um, but I- I'm just, blo- this trailer kind of blew me away at how much content is going to be in this game compared to uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, so I, I, I put it out there on Blue Sky and I'm putting it out there here. I'm sorry for how annoying I'm going to be come. Oh, you're March. on Blue Sky now? Yeah, I've been on Blue Sky for a while. Oh. 
I've, well, it opened up to the public this week, so. Oh, did it? Okay. Uh, Red Rock nine six three. That's my handle on there. <sighs> I'm already um, a mastodon. I don't want to be on. This again. Yeah, I was on Threads earlier this week. Just I, I opened up Threads because I got a notification because I had tried that out too. And then I op- I I read two different threads on Threads. I'm like, oh yeah, this is why I stopped reading Twitter. <laughs> I see. I, I like Blue Sky because all my furry friends are there, and I can actually see their artwork. Well, they're on Mastodon as well. All right, fine. As, as far as I know, I don't know. Yeah. But um, you can follow me on there. I I post cat pictures, and I still I have continued my running joke of posting. Th- uh, photos of cats and video games and just saying kitty even though that is much more of a bitch to do now now that i can't directly post mm. <laughs> for, for the switch i have to you know do the qr code thing to get the photo on my phone and for psn they, they have an app that you can download uh that that's what puts the screenshots on your phone which is actually very handy uh, but I have continued that joke. I've uh, I've also got my uh, game completion list there, even though I think I've only finished two games thus far this year. Uh, if it makes you feel better, I'm only at like three. Yeah. If it makes you feel better, I'm at zero. <laughs> <laughs> Kitty. Well, if Infinite Wolf will be your first. Yeah. Probably. Because I imagine you're not going to pick this up right away, Josh, are you? Uh, I'm going to wait until I'm done with Infinite Wealth. But yeah, it, I'm, it, it, I'm getting excited for it. It does look really good. Yeah, I'm 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 excited for the remake. I just wish I had my PS5. Yeah. So I, I am beside myself with the excitement. And I'm, I'm sorry if I'm annoying when I'm gushing about this game, because it's probably going to take me till my birth, like May to finish. Oh, you've got the really cute picture of Nami up. Mm hmm. <laughs> Well, at least, Tam, it does look like it may only be, what, like April before it's out on Epic? Because <laughs> yeah, the, you've got, the, am, they've got uh, the, the little thing down there, exclusive to PS5, at least until April 26th, I think it said. <laughs> yeah, I'll be waiting for Steam. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no. Like, don't get uh, me wrong, I have Epic. I get the, a bunch of free games from Epic. I have not installed or loaded one single game from the Epic Game Store. Every uh, mostly, I get the free games just to be like, you know what? They have to pay out money to uh, to the developers every time they give a free game. I'm like, I'll get the free game just to, to help the developers. I don't care about Epic. Chris, I see you found the improvement I made to the Shadow of the Hedgehog. You gave him set. a gun. Yes. <laughs> How do you have I Shadow mean, without a gun? <laughs> I'm just reading Kelly's Twitter now. This is crazy. <laughs> you mean Blue Sky? Whatever. Also, your account is not RedRock963. It's RedRock963.bsky.social because I I don't understand I how this works. I think you can still search my name. Oh, yeah, it came up. It's just weird. By, by the way, um, if Paul's is either listening or yell at her, um, are, are we going to set up the one for the RP Gamer? site i hope because <laughs> we just... kind of abandoned twitter after elon musk because oh i don't want it to be blue sky though the the only reason why i even still look at twitter is for mario 64 deals there you go and it, and as soon as he moves to blue sky i'm gone 
<laughs> is that even happening at this point? Is anyone has has yet another effort to dethrone Twitter failed to attack well, and dethrone Twitter? I mean, at least with Blue Sky, it's one of the people who created Twitter. I don't think that's better because it was he was one of the problems at Twitter. <laughs> I, the problem at Twitter is Elon Musk. Yes, but there were problems at Twitter before Elon Musk. I know it's hard to believe. <laughs> anyway, so, so anyway, any, any more Final Fantasy Rebirth stuff? We have like two huge articles with um, it, the full uh, nineteen-minute presentation, as well as a whole bunch of screenshots and artwork and stuff. And um, I, I've made that key art of, of Red Thirteen uh, my phone wallpaper. FYI. You are ready. You are ready. Because yep. back in the day, that was my PC wallpaper. I, I think you could get those off the disc of the original PlayStation disc, but I could be wrong. But um, yeah. there was I know they put them on the on one of the websites because uh, my buddy Bill and I used to uh, look up Final Fantasy seven information while we were uh, manning the uh, library at work, at school. Mm. We were we were the student aides for the library, and most of our job was checking in books, which did not happen often, lending out books, which did not happen often, and make sure the computers were working. So most of it was us sitting down and like BSing because we had no work. <laughs> were, when did you graduate, Tam? Um, I got held back a year in seventh grade, so I graduated in 2001. Okay, so you only graduated a year after me. I graduated in 2000. And see, I would have graduated in 2000 if I wasn't held back a year. Ah, uh, okay. And it was not because I, and it was not grades because I was held back. I was held back because of birth, birthday shenanigans. Oh, the, yeah, I, I've heard people have to deal with that. I think yeah. my brother-in-law had to, had a weird birthday thing that you had to be a certain age by a certain date. So, uh, yeah, so where I started school, my birthday fell just before the start of school because uh, where I started school, um, the state uh, started schools after Labor Day. Mm -hmm. And where I live, they start before Labor Day. My birthday is August 29th. So it's like right there. Mm -hmm. Um. So, so, so moving on, uh, Jagged Alliance 1.5 version has been released. Jagged Alliance 3. Uh, this is the the strategy RPG that is. Um, XCOM-ish one. Yeah. So, what does this update have? It adds new rules to the story campaign and modding tools that change that change many other aspects of the game. Um, you can pick this up on GOG and Steam. Um, there's also PS4 and PS5 versions. Um, I don't think anybody here plays Jagged Alliance. Mm, no. I have. I think I may have one of them, but I've not played it. So, um, <laughs> moving on, uh, developer Acquire has been purchased by Kadokawa. Um, Acquire worked with Square to do the Octopath Traveler series, as well as they've done Labyrinth of Zangatsu and Oct. Akiba's Aki, Beat. Akiba's Beat, yeah. And probably uh, Akiba's Strip. <laughs> is uh, Katakawa basically like the Embracer group of 
Japan. I mean, Katakawa is like a bigger conglomerate. They do both video games. They do anime. They do publishing. They do a bunch of different stuff. Yeah, their like uh, company philosophy is the uh, preservation of um, uh, Japanese culture within media. Um, okay. And actually, what's funny is um, I think this is for them because they lost their previous game studio. Their previous game studio that was under Katakawa actually went uh, independent from them. And so maybe this is them trying to um, get back into it because the previous one is the people who did God Wars and Relayer. Yeah. So, so they don't buy stuff just to shut it down. They buy stuff to basically keep it afloat. Yeah. Yeah. And that would be nice. <laughs> well, I mean, Embracer, Embracer Group idea was to keep it afloat. They are just not very good at it. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> um, so I guess we could look forward to Boyer acquire stuff in the future. I, I don't know. This is more business news. Yeah, uh, uh, Artisan Studios has announced Lost Helden. Th- this is from uh, Ast- <laughs> Super Neptunia RPG developer and Astria Ascending developer Artisan Studios. Um, Astria Ascending is one of the worst games I've ever played. I haven't heard good things about the Super Neptunia RPG either. <laughs> So I, I like looking at the visuals, like like oh this is pretty, and then I see uh, uh, Astria ascending, and it's like no, no. <laughs> Have to remind yourself, oh no, don't get fooled. So um, it, so it definitely be, wait on a review, huh? Yeah, yeah, it it could be a good game. It's going to feature eight playable characters who can be customized. Um, the game's visuals provide a two D painted look on three D locales. Um. It's got yeah, the, the Final Fantasy. Great. Yeah, it's beautiful. And Astria Ascending was beautiful, but the Not game was, itself was <laughs> terrible. I think I've said before that was the game that had the glitch where the volume kept going up and up. Oh, yes. I remember <laughs> this now. Yes. It was driving you insane. Yes. <laughs> so, um, so, sorry for being a, a negative Nancy. It's just, I hated that game. And, for good I, reason. With reason, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping this will be a lot better. Uh, <laughs> uh, the game is set on a planet where people were bound to one of the seven deadly sins in a ceremony uh, before their first birthday, and they're required to fight against their urges. Okay. What? That's, a, that's a weird premise. And, and if you violate the sin, you get turned into a monster. So that's what all the monsters are that you fight. Yeah, well, uh, I guess I'd become a sloth monster then. <laughs> um, so, so what, you're yeah. just going to sleep at the enemies? I mean, it's a... I, if you're bound to become your sin, yeah. I, and I'm sure sloth is mine. I'm pretty lazy. Um, anyway, moving on. Uh, Rise of the Ronin demonstrates its version of Bakumatsu Japan. So this is the new, this is the new open world game from Sony and Team Ninja. Uh, did they have this on the State of Play? Oh man, you have to ask. I don't know if this was in the State of Play or if this was separate. Um, okay. It does look gorgeous. I, unfortunately, there's no combat in there to kind of see what the heck that part of it is. 
but it yeah. looks amazing. I, I know in the trailer they were saying that they wanted to do a more open world approach instead of kind of the um, hallway approach like Neo and yeah. some of their other past games. Um, so that, that kind of piqued my interest. Uh, this also takes place in the Edo, Edo version of Japan. Yeah, the Edo era. Edo era. So we're talking like late 1800s. Yeah. Mid to late 1800s. Um, and it's going to be released exclusively on PS5 on March 22nd. Um, open world exploration and combat that mixes the weapons of the time, uh, such as katanas, along with newly established firearms. So I- I've heard a lot of hype about this game. It sounds interesting. Yeah. Are, you, are any of you guys excited about it? or? It, like I said, it looks gorgeous. I just need to know I, more I about more like info. what is the combat bat like? Because there's like flashy stuff, but I can't quite tell like what is the combat here. I know it's action. Hmm. It's just Don't too know. early. <laughs> and and yet it's going to be released next month. Or March, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> okay, no, I don't know what I'm talking about then. It feels too early. <laughs> I guess we'll just have to wait for reviews and see. Um, unfortunately, oh. that I mean, I hate to say it, but anymore, I mean, generally have to wait for reviews for a lot of games just to kind of see how they are. I, uh, I guess so. I mean, you have games like Final Fantasy VII Rebirth that I, I know that I'm going to get. Well, that's a sequel, you know. I know, I know. Well, I, I, I knew that even with the first game. I guess that could be our question of the week. Do you do you wait for reviews or do you just buy some stuff sight unseen? Have we asked that before? Is that a good question of the we week? We have asked it before, I think. But it's probably been a hot minute. Yep. <laughs> right, I'm I just tap this down here. Um Oh, are you asking me right now? Well, I I don't know if it'd be a good I do both. Of the week do not. you buy games sight unseen or wait for reviews? I mean, both. Like, I've pre ordered, I've bought unseen. Mm-hmm. I, well, not unseen. You see something, right? I've seen the, I've, I've seen the box art. <laughs> I've learned that doing that is bad in general because yeah, sometimes I've, I buy these things and I get burned. <laughs> oh, I, I've been burned too. Like, I've bought things as like, oh, this is a series that I've been following or a developer I've been following. And it turns out, like, this needed more time in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So we, we've got a handful of release dates. Uh, we've got the Kingsgrave release date announced. Um, like this is going to come out, let's see, on... April 17th. Yeah. Um, available on PC via Steam, and this is where you're playing a king who's awakened to revive their former kingdom. Has a cool pixel art style. Yep. Um, we've got Fate slash Samurai oh, so, Remnant. Wait, wait, what? I'm sorry. So if he's a king that has awakened, does that mean he's technically a lich? Mm. I guess. I don't know. I was trying to get through these a little quick since we were running late. I think a lich you bind you bind your soul in a in a in a vessel so that you can't be killed. Yeah, that's how liches work. So this is a little different than a lich. Anyway, uh, Fate slash Samurai Remnants DLC Volume One release date has been announced. Um, 
it actually well it actually come came out yesterday on February 9th and is one of the three planned DLCs. Um, you can get it with the season pass at thirty nine ninety nine. Uh, the DLC features Gilgamesh and Summoning Masters, and you can participate in a tournament. So cool. there you go. Tournament. Uh, Pika Minosa, the Hand of Debt. Sorry, Pika Minosa, a Deadly Hand Definitive Edition release has been announced. I don't even remember the original release of this. Yeah, game. me neither. <laughs> um, You're not the, the only one. The Definitive Edition comes with the D- DLC epilogue and is going to be available on February 28th, 2024. It's got poker. It's got Pokemon? Poker. Oh, poker. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and those who already owned the game will get the updated version for free. So there you go. Uh, the Witch of Ferns Island full release date has been announced. Um, it's going to come out on February 27th. And th- this game has been in early access since last year. And you're playing a young witch. Uh, you sh- it's basically Kiki's delivery service. <laughs> you're trying to become a certified witch by attending a- an academy. Wait, so not Kiki's delivery service. I'm sorry, Little Witch Academia. Okay. It looks it looks cute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Empire Earls of the Deep is getting a release date on uh, March twelfth. Um, this is a top-down isometric RPG where you, uh, taking place in China, uh, eighteen ninety-nine, and you're an amnesiac who's on the hunt for uh, somebody believed to be responsible for your memory loss. Nobody seems that excited. I, I the, the, you can't just describe the story and make me excited. Like, what's the game like? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's I, and I'm looking at it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, isometric combat. We got some. So we got like some PC RPG style combat here. We've got weird mini game things, cutscenes, amnesia. I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand. It's, it's not a good sign that in, even in the combat that that they show in the trailer has lots of characters missing. It's not encouraging. Yeah. What do you mean by missing? No, it was just showing on the screen like miss, 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 oh, miss, miss. Oh, miss. miss. I thought you meant attack. like not showing up on the screen. Sorry. Um, Adventure Bar Story. Now, there's a game I have heard of is uh, getting a Japanese release date on. February 14th. Japanese release date. Um, you're in charge of a bar that has uh, caught the attention of a rich and powerful restaurant owner, and you're trying to prevent a hostile takeover. <laughs> and you're b- battling modern monsters for ingredients and serving them to customers and winning contests. And I think I have the DS version of this. Yeah, yeah, it was on 3DS. Cute little game. Yeah, same, same developer as the too. Mercenary Saga series. Ah, okay. Very much that feel. I had this on iOS and never played it there. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So now it can come out on PlayStation and I can never play it there. (laughs) You can give them some money and not play it again. Yeah. Um, Tenderfoot Tactics is heading to Switch and Xbox this month, specifically on February 21st. What Uh, is this game? It is a game set in a world where an entity known as the Fog is eating away through the forest and you're controlling a party of goblins with magic powers to try and defeat the Fog. 
And that is a very weird graphical style. Looks so minimalist. Quite. Quite. Yeah. And then finally, uh, Mushoku Tensei Jobless Reincarnation Quest of the Memories Japanese release date has been announced on June 20th, 2024. What was this game about? Uh, this is the RPG that's based off of the an- the manga slash anime series Mushoku Tensei jobless reincarnation where the dude is like 40 years old and ends up reincarnated and as a as a kid and oh isekai. yeah yeah it's an it's an isekai it, it the it first season was really good second season not as good but i i can't remember oh she's never watched it even though she should yeah i think you were watching that when you was doing your resin one night vaughn yeah um i will let you know it's very adult. At least the anime and the manga are. So, or light novel. I'm not sure which one this one is. But, um, yeah, it is uh, very adult. So, uh, just be, be aware of that. Yeah. I, oh, like, oh, Tam, my poor virgin eyes. What am I going to do? <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm letting people know because... Don't uh, let your kids have... play it. Yeah. The game <laughs> Thank might you. be okay. I don't know about the game, but don't don't let your kids watch the anime. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Um well, there the are looks ca- people who have, have, apparently we are a very family friendly podcast. <laughs> um so, so yeah, you can look forward to that game coming out in Japan on June twentieth, and that is all the release dates we have. Uh we got stuff coming out, Chris? We do. Here's what we got coming out. Banishers, Ghosts of New Eden for PC, PS5, and Xbox Series. Dragon Quest Builders on PC. Finally, play the first game. Yeah, I'm just like, why? Because why not? People will play it. The the first game is very good, but just be aware that the story mode um, is a little bit jank and that every time you complete a chapter, you have to start over from the beginning in the next chapter. And they sort of explain it and that you're going to, going to a completely different world via a portal. Um, it, it makes sense in the context of the game, but some people got a little upset at that because they were like, I just, I, they spent like hours in the chapter built, first chapter, building up a base just to kind of abandon it. And if you don't know that's coming up, you might get a little frustrated. FYI. Speaking of frustrated, there's another game coming out for Switch, right, Chris? Biomutant is finally hitting the Switch. Do you remember Biomutant? That was the little action RPG where you run around as a little mutated furry creature and um, pick up other mutations, I guess, as you go. I forget. And uh, it didn't review that great. No. Um, But now it's out on Switch, and presumably there's been patches and stuff, so I don't know. Check out reviews of the new version? Maybe? I don't know. Hmm. Next up, we got another one that I bet used to be a light novel or anime. Dungeon Travelers to Heart 2 in Another World? No? No, To Heart 2 is a very famous visual novel game series. What? To oh, Heart yeah. 2? In a, I'm so confused. So there's a visual game novel series called To Heart. Okay. To Heart 2 is the second one in the series. Okay. To Heart 2 is the most famous of the series, and apparently they are making a Dungeon Traveler game based off of To Heart 2. <laughs> oh! So it's, let's take existing anime property and make our video game 
engine apply to that property. So it's not related to other dungeon travelers. This is its own thing for two heart two. Okay. Using the characters and whatnot of two heart two. Is right. that any good? Do you think, do you think it'll be any good? You must I log in not. to see this content. Okay. Thanks, Steve. Um, yeah, I, I have no idea. There's, uh, I, I know of the property. I know of the things. I don't follow too hard. To, this game is it, marked as containing frequent nudity or sexual content. Ooh, okay. Well, considering, yeah. considering Let's that off the stream. Yeah, nope, not, uh, <laughs> not surprised. Oh, that's a, a compromising position, but not as bad as other screen screen Steam screenshots I've seen on Steam. Uh, what else we got yeah, here? Yeah, you didn't show off uh, Criminal Girls. Yeah, not doing that. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at, uh, yeah, honestly, compared to other things I've seen on Steam, pretty tame. Uh, that doesn't mean it's for kids. It just means, comparatively, it's pretty tame. And uh comes out on Valentine's Day. Because, you know, of course it does. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, visual uh, based off of a visual novel. <sighs> this dungeon um, is dangerous and deep, but with the right party, you can conquer every nook and cranny. When I was talking earlier about beating up monster girls in a, in a dungeon crawl, or the d- d- dungeon travelers was exactly what I was talking about. Just saying. So this is uh, this anime's cast in Dungeon Crawler. So enjoy yeah. nothing important happening since they can't really change any of the canonical plotline of their source material. So you know oh, how yeah, this is going to go. How? Oh, again, Too Hard 2 is a date sim, dude. Oh, is it? So you get yeah. to date one of them? Oh, boy. Why does it look so old? This game looks... like. Look at this. Look how old this looks. It looks like a PSP game. Was Too Dungeon Travelers 2 a PSP off. game? <laughs> it was Vita, at least. <laughs> yes, but Too Heart is like nope. old. Oh, is it? All right. So a match made in heaven. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, we'll see what how it reviews come um, later this week, four days from now. And uh, yeah, you get you got clash progression and stuff, and it's a dungeon crawler. And like, forget the the sexual content or not. Like, um, if the progression's good and it feels good, and you're into that, like, see if it's for you. All right. Anyway, then we have uh, two tra- Legend of Heroes games, Trails of Cold Steel three and four, are coming to the PlayStation Five. I guess one and two have been on the five five for a while, but not three and four. Or one and two are. are just not on five. I don't know. No, oh. one and we were talking about this pre-show. One and two are still stuck on PS4 because they were uh, localized by Xseed. Um, oh, I see. Okay. Three and four were localized by NIS, and this bundle is way too expensive for how old these games are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Because I, 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 well, I look- in NIS's defense. They're not the only ones who have done that crap, though, in regards to bringing old games to modern stuff and still asking for an arm and a leg. Yeah. So, um, pro tip, uh, you can find the PS4 versions for like 25 bucks each, and the PS5 plays PS4 games, so uh, unless, you want to, uh, unless you want money for better graphics, which I highly doubt that the, the, these have better graphics, just get the PS4 versions and save yourself yeah. some money. Or, um, you know, if if you have to have the the latest versions, go for it. It's your and money. I, I was just going to say they're on they're on PC too for on Steam and what, and they yeah, do go on sale. So it's just yeah, but not everybody likes PC games, Tam. 
But why not? <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. No, I I know. Oh, I'm just saying. I I don't like playing JRPGs on PC because I like being on my couch. That's why. I, that's why I blew five hundred dollars on a Steam Deck. I, I have a very comfy desk chair. <laughs> Interestingly enough, it's a Razer desk chair. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's another callback <laughs> to before the show. Yeah. So I imported all my games into Play Night. Um, okay. I got a lot of games in here now and some duplications. Like, I have a Amnesia, a machine for pigs, available to play on Steam, on Epic, on Humble, and on GOG. I didn't I know Humble even had a game launcher. They do. Um, so so two, two ways to look at it. With Humble, if you own it on Humble, you might have access to a DRM-free version through Humble's site directly. So that's one way it could be. But also they have a game library if you're subscribed to Choice where you have access to games through that library. So it could be in there. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Lots of choices. Um, so there's too many games here for me to decide what to play. Uh, do you know what I played last night? I didn't tell you all. I played Baltero, which is a poker roguelike. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You, so this is So check this out. You you you're dealt like a hand of cards, like six seven cards, and you're trying to pick um, the cards out of it to build a hand and score points. And each round has a minimum point level you have to get to um, within a certain number of hands. And then as you progress, you get to buy upgrades. You can upgrade the cards in your deck. You can buy little Joker cards, which are buff cards that last for the rest of your run that increase the multiplier of the how many points you get from each hand you can upgrade the point value of each hand as you're going through um it's just really cool and it felt good and it had that nice ah oh, just one more run sort of thing going to it um it was part of the steam next fest demo and uh that's that's the one thing i played this week that wasn't pal world and it certainly wasn't poe and it was like <laughs> i did a thing it was roguelike and you know uh, roguelikes feel like work to me sometimes but this one felt good for a bit and um i'm done with the demo now and i i'm a little worried that the progression is going to be me getting good instead of upgrading my way past the hardness which is what i prefer but uh we'll see how it goes and uh if it ever comes you know when it comes out later uh if i pick it up or not but uh baltero b-a-l-t-a-r-o um and yes that does mean there are tarot cards in it that upgrade your run it's weird um, check it out and it's got a weird art style too but uh okay uh sorry that was all i had for uh new releases cool we got editorial content oh tell me um paul scarelli did a, an impression on final fantasy 7 rebirth but it's not out yet um he, i don't he, know if he did it off the demo or a code no, no, he went uh, to la so, for a special thing whoa yeah. cool oh, yeah. all yeah. right <laughs> Yeah, he went to L.A. for the uh, special uh, Rebirth uh, preview event that they were holding. So, Is the card game good? 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 That's all I want to know. Is the card game good? (laughs) Um, Queen's Blood is an addictive card game. So, yes, question mark. That's that's the caption they put on the picture. So, yeah. Okay. Rebirth enjoys showing off its flourish and polish while revisiting and expanded more iconic moments from Final Fantasy VII is the quote on the impression. Um, I have a feeling he enjoyed it, but 
if you want to find out for yourself, go read the site. And keep in mind, they went to an event and, you know, you're at a sponsored event. It might make you feel more positive about the game than necessarily would be the most balanced impression you could have. So uh, the best thing you can do right now is go download the demo. Yeah. Hmm. Funnily enough, I have the demo downloaded, but I haven't touched it yet because I uh, wanted Vaughn to play it with me. Download the demo, read the impression, and then leave a comment about your thoughts if you agreed or not. That's what I want to see. I want discussion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Vaughn and I kind of bond over Final Fantasy VII stuff, so uh, that's why I want him. I haven't played it yet because I want him to be with me so that we can experience it together. We'll go play it. What are you waiting for, Vaughn? Vaughn, uh, it's not even your birthday uh, this week. Come on. <laughs> Come on, I'm making you turkey dinner tonight. See, <sighs> I got other stuff to do. Aww. Oh, man. All right. What's next, Kelly? Um, Unforetold Witchstone interview from Jonathan Stringer. Ooh. Um, this is a game released that released on Early Access, and uh, it's one of those Choices Matter games, and we have an interview with uh, the creative director, uh, Malik... I'm going to butcher this name. I apologize. Bokira? Malik Bokira? Okay. Yeah. Bukira, oh. Bokira, sorry. It's a CRPG. Uh, they they pitch it as a CRPG inspired by the tabletop experience that focuses on offering an unprecedented freedom to the player, a dynamic world, and an open-ended story. Is this the one with like a thousand options when you have talk when you talk to people, or is this a different one? Um, I I don't know. Unfortold Witchstone. All right, this it's un- been in production for a long time. Anna has an impression from oh. 2019 packs. Okay. Oof. It's on oh, early yeah. access it right now. It's thirty five dollars, and um, yeah, games like this do take a long time, so that's not a bad sign. Uh, when's it coming out? Do we know? Is there an announcement, or are we just hype in the early access? Hype in the early. Access. Oh, it just came out on early access. My apologies, yeah. I misunderstood thought it was in early access for a while no now it's in early access so go check it out shape the future of the game if that's your thing otherwise wait for it to come out for real and read the interview in the meantime to see what they're going for and finally kelly uh zoria age of shattering preview from alex fuller what was zoria age of shattering uh i know you can cook and rest this looks like another pc rpg <laughs> so many pc rpgs today mm-hmm it's like there's a resurgence because Baldur's Gate happened. <laughs> yes, I know. And Some because, of these were in, in development since before Baldur's Gate. Fine, fine, fine. Anyway. And because the Xbox is dead. <laughs> Don't start <laughs> that. <laughs> I wasn't starting it. I was keeping up the running joke. <sighs> Listen, they announced they're bringing two games to other platforms. That's not saying the Xbox is dead. Oh, my gosh, people. Well, what two games? Um, two that I think were already announced were going to come to other platforms. Uh, the, uh, what's the one? The Hi-Fi Rush and Starfield. It's like, who cares? <laughs> Apparently Xbox people care. It's dead. <laughs> yes. Because Xbox is There's dead. probably more that I'm missing. There, there, there's a I'm show just, title. Honestly, I'm just waiting for the official announcements and then we'll get the real details rather than all the the rumors. <laughs> 
Like, let's find out what's actually happening and then panic. <laughs> yeah. I, I'd rather follow the, uh, the advice of the uh, greatest book that was ever written in the whole of the known galaxy. Don't panic. Don't panic. Yeah. <laughs> also, where's your towel? Where is my <laughs> towel? Damn it. I need a towel. Does your cat have it? <laughs> no. Cat does not have my Chris, towel. Chris has just just uh, verified that he is not a fruit. Mm, I am definitely not a groovy fruit. I don't have my towel, but I have my cat on me right now. That does not count. What did we learn anything about? Um, by the way, did we learn anything about uh, Zoria? No. Um, go read the. Uh, <laughs> just go read it. We don't want it. <laughs> the preview. Uh, it's an in-depth discussion of like the aspects of this PC RPG. It looks like a pseudo-traditional PC RPG, if nothing else. Um, the uh, 50 character roster. That's a little different. Um, that's cool. And uh, see what's going on there. And they're looking for a middle path between fully tactical games like XCOM and third-person action RPGs such as Diablo. I would say that would be real time with pause, but um, apparently, you know, nobody wants to say that anymore. Whatever. Uh, we'll see where these guys land on it. And uh, yeah, it'll be early access next month. Okay. With that, our question of the week is, do you buy games sight unseen or do you wait for the reviews and why? Write in at rpgamer.com. Go to the show thread and leave your comment right there. We'll read it on the show. Or tell us you don't want to read it and just be part of the discussion. And, uh, yeah. I think that's it. Oh, I have to ask what you're going to play this week. Kelly! More Infinite Wealth. Mm. Robert! Um, prob- I mean, I may do a little bit more with Infinite Wealth. Uh, I actually in- installed uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink last night. So that Ooh. may be my new off-stream game, depending on how I like it. You you have to tell me how that is. I've been curious about it. It's it's so well reviewed. I've been considering it as well. I, I've been curious about Grand Blue Fantasy stuff for a while, but you know, it being a Japanese only mobile game and then just a fighting game. Now they have something out that I could play, or is relevant to my interests. So wait, it's, I thought I thought uh, Grand Blue is not only a Jap. I thought Grand Blue Fantasy did have a. English it has an English translation. You technically still have to get it from the Japanese store, at least on iPhone, I know. Um, yeah. But you can it, play it in English. It's that it, weirdness. It had a bunch of hoops that weren't very conducive to my laziness. Also, so. it's a gotcha game, so I'm more yeah. interested in the one that's not a gotcha game. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 we all know I play the gotcha games. Yep. I know. You like the boobs. But this one's well, not, like the- and you have to tell us if it's still as good as the gotcha ones. Come on. Get on hey, with it. I want you to know that I found a gotcha game that has more TNA than Nikkei this week. Um, I don't believe you. But also, we probably can't show it on stream if that's true. <laughs> no, no. It's, it, um, not, it's, it is We're not- doing a great job of not being an adult show this week. I just want to let you all know we did a great job, everybody. <laughs> Um, no, it's it's still appropriate. It's it's not uh, the one that I definitely know we cannot show on stream because I do have one of those. But uh, no, this one is okay for to show. But I still just no. It 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 one up Nikkei, and I was very shocked by that. Are you gonna say what it is? 
No, because I don't. What's the don't name know. of it? <laughs> um, Arteria Gear. Okay. I'm I'm not going to look that up. <laughs> we bad. Right. Do it later, Chris. Art Artery Gear or Arteria Gear? Ar- artery Gear. Sorry. Artery Gear. They've got a Reddit. I'm sure the Reddit will be fine. <laughs> um. I- Anyway, guys, I'm hungry. Can we wrap up the show? Oh, I'm going to play a little bit more Pale World because i got some friends to help out. And then I don't know what next. I've got to figure that out. That's my big Play big Infinite Wealth. Play Infinite Wealth. Oh, my God. Join us. He, he would actually have to play Like a Dragon. Uh, he can watch the recap. It'll be fine. I haven't finished Kiwami 1. I have a lot of Yakuza games to get through. Uh, I'll start with six. Start with six. Like no. I did. There's cat cafes. <laughs> well, you didn't even let me get the sentence out. My problem with Yakuza games is that the side content's the best, funnest part, but also doing all the side content makes it take forever. So getting through them all quickly is hard. Yes. And I just want to get through them all quickly. Anyway, that said, is that everybody? Yeah, yeah, I'm playing Infinite Wealth. You're playing Infinite I'm Wealth. Playing okay. Infinite wealth. You're playing Infinite Wealth. You're playing Infinite Wealth. Everyone's playing Infinite Wealth. Except Anna Marie. Who's playing Persona She's 3? Playing really Persona. Yeah. Persona 3. That's fair. That's her brand. She has tattoos. She has Persona tattoos. I've been I've been hearing very mixed things about Persona 3 from people. Oh, people are just whining. It's still Persona 3. Um It's Wheels and David though. <laughs> People had hey, expectations I'm gonna have of Wills what they and David, I'm going to have Wills and David complaining about Stranger of Paradise this week, so fun times. Uh, they actually like that one. Oh, I thought that do. one of them hated it. Dave does. Dave likes it. He's he, he, When I told him I was going to be streaming, he's like, I'm down for more people streaming that game. Well, I know he's going to be having a fit over uh, Final Fantasy 16 and c- c- complaining, comparing and Oh, I could go so. do the 16 DLC. That's true. I'm going to actually make this list of 16 games. I don't remember <laughs> them all. That make this and, list and then uh, roll like a D20 sky to figure it out. Two. Okay. I don't want to roll a die because then I just will disagree with all the results. But I guess that's how you make a decision. It's like, oh, I don't want to yeah. do And you write it out and then you scratch it off and then keep doing all right thanks everybody for watching we'll be here next week you can catch us live 9 a.m pacific noon eastern twitch.tv slash rpgamer unless we're late and i'm sorry that we were late today uh leave us feedback in the show thread thank you to robert josh and kelly for being on the show today and thank you dear listener for listening and uh rate us in your favorite podcast show and leave comments in and you know participate Tell us what you want to see. Uh, oh, we got a Discord, too. Go join the discussion. Discord, lots of cool things always being talked about there. Um, and that's it for this week. We will see you next week. And until then, I say uh, goodbye. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.